What's up, everybody? Welcome back to New Wave Anime Podcast. Nate here, joined by Eli and Troy, as usual. It's July, which means a brand new season of anime is upon us. Summer 2022 may not have the most hype lineup compared to fall, but we've all been blown away by what we've seen so far in this first week. I'll give my thoughts later, but first, I want to hear what y'all are thinking about summer so far. What are you watching? Go ahead, Eli. Let <laughs> me go. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's been pretty good. I haven't even, there's still a couple that like a handful that I've still got to watch, but yeah, no, it's definitely some good ones out there. There's obviously some, you know, highly promised sequels, you know, Yuzitsu, Festival of the Elite, one that's been, I know you love that and that's been waited on forever. Um, you got another Overlord season, you got, um, oh God, you got Rent-A-Girlfriend, obviously everybody knows about that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so there's some um, Shadows House as well as one I was kind of looking forward to. So yeah, there's some good sequels and then some good new stuff. I'm I know you're gonna, I'm gonna leave some alone because I'm you're gonna talk about them. But yeah, no, there's definitely some good stuff, some good new stuff as well, kind of low key stuff. Uh, yeah, it's not obviously fall is like super packed with like you know big hitters and stuff. This is like kind of more low key, but it's pretty deep. So. It's about as low key as I think yeah. it could have been. Definitely. I think it's become a bit of a uh, its own kind of reoccurring meme at this point of like every season of anime slaps. You know, there's always big titles. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, Devils of Part Time are also getting a second season yeah, yeah, yeah. this time around. Yep, I haven't gotten to Classroom of the Elite yet. That's on my to do list. And then Don Machi's got a new season. That's a guilty pleasure one for me. Made in Abyss as well. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, there's, it's, it's not as. I think the reason fall looks maybe more appealing to some people is because you also have a continuation to a lot of other series that were going on last, so it kind of follows through yeah. with some of the bigger ones. But uh, definitely, don't want to take a break this season if you're an anime fan because there's some great little hidden gems that I think a lot of people probably have never heard of before where the production on the first episodes have blown me away. Yeah, agreed completely. Uh, I think this is kind of like the season of the hidden gem. Um, and uh, I actually have a few that I'm going to talk about later. But, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, I've just really been kind of blown away by this opening week of the season. Uh, I don't think that I've had this much fun watching anime in a while. Like, obviously, I enjoy every season, which is kind of why, you know, people criticize me for, like, how highly I rate and stuff. But this. This season has just really kind of hit different uh, to just put it simple. Uh, as usual, I'm watching basically every show this season with the exception of like some of the lower budget things, some of the Chinese animation, uh, pretty much like the last like four shows on my anime list under the seasonal list. But uh, besides that, I'm watching everything. And uh, for me, my top shows have been uh, Engage, Kiss, Liquor's Recoil, Call of the Night and Vermil. Uh, we talked about how inconsistent A1 can be several times on the podcast, but it really seems like as of late with Kaguya-sama 86, like they've got their act together and they're establishing a little bit of consistency, uh, which is really good to see. I've really loved the first two episodes of both Engage Kiss and Licorice. Uh, Engage Kiss kind of has this really fun, etchy action, early 2010s anime vibe going on that takes me back to that like golden age of anime really it's a really funny love triangle uh building up and some awesome fan service which is 
key for me to enjoy something. And uh, then Licorice Recoil is a pretty fun and original concept that kind of feels like cute anime girl John Wick. So if you're into that type of film, uh, shoot 'em up style stuff, you'll really enjoy that. Some awesome choreography and action scenes uh, that we've really come to expect from A1 and some great character designs. So the fact that they both come out on the same day is also really cool. Uh, Saturdays are really stacked this season, as well as Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, and Sundays as well, which is uh, kind of surprising. Uh, and then Two Qual- A1 originals in the same day is insane. Yeah, I yeah. hope they're paying their staff enough for this season because that's yeah. pretty insane. Well, it's two it's two different teams on them because like uh, you know, A one are um, like a freelance studio, so they have a lot of independent animators who will come in and work on stuff, mm-hmm. which is why they kind of vary so much in their quality. So you can tell that like Nicholas Recoil has a different staff than um, Engage yeah. is just in the art Definitely. style and whatnot. I think probably. Probably some of the people that worked on SAO might be working on Licorice Recoil just based on the character designs. It kind of looks like uh, the SAO yeah. progressive movies. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten around to Licorice Recoil yet, but I did watch Engage Kiss. and I was looking forward to that one. and It has not disappointed at all. Um, yeah, a really great first episode. Yeah. Uh, also, like the comedy between the two girls is just hysterical, like just them constantly fighting each other. And then I, a little detail, I don't know if any of you guys caught, if you've seen the two, both episodes, is um, the the main girl has got her little social media page and she's only got one follower. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. next episode, it turns out the other girl's oh, the follower. Yeah, yeah. I, I had actually just commented that on uh, my anime list. Yeah, that was funny. The A one come up is kind of crazy because I was thinking, I was watching because Orient's getting on the season and they don't do Orient, but they did Magi, which is from the same mangaka Otaka. And I was just thinking, like, because they did, uh, they animated Magi and it was back in like 20, I can't remember, but it was like eight years ago or so. And like their animation was like kind of just average, like it wasn't really anything special. And like that was just kind of none of their animations back then were really insane. Like they just kept getting better and now they're really throwing out just insane stuff yeah and i haven't read the any of the manga for engage kiss but uh i felt like the setup was really strong first episode where it doesn't really hold your hand through what you sort they? of learn they're both the world building oh they're both an anime original yeah, mm-hmm. yeah oh, okay so that'll be really interesting then because yeah i unless something else like just blows me away the production that's probably already Engage Kiss is probably my top pick for anime of this particular season because I can tell they're setting a lot of stuff up. There's a lot of backstory to get into, and so they they set so much up in the first and second episode. Yes, and I'm I I literally can't wait like week to week for that one. That's that's probably the one that surprised me the most this season. Excellent taste, excellent taste. And you know everybody because everybody's like on Liquor's Recoil because I guess aesthetically it looks better because like I said I yeah. you can tell they have like the SAO Progressive team on it and uh, I guess it it might on the surface seem more interesting but Engage Kiss is just more entertaining and uh, entertainment yeah. is definitely greater quality yeah so I never seen nobody spaz on a on a makeout scene like that nah facts that that's better than like oh yeah can you imagine if we got <laughs> crazy. anti with that quality like. Come on, that shit was crazy. Like, yeah, that was that was pretty great. I'd uh, I'd uh, like rewind, turn the lights down a little bit, you know, <laughs> set the mood. 
I, I like the animation. I mean, like I said, I haven't got to Licorice Recoil yet. It's on my to-do list. I had a lot to do this week, but uh, kind of feel if Engage Kiss is the SAO team, that it feels like, I'm sorry, if uh, Licorice is the SAO team, it feels like Engage Kiss is the uh, 86 team. They've had really sharp uh, close-ups and like still scenes and things that looked very background wallpapery to me, which is very nice. I would have to look in a that. good way. I'd have to look that up. I don't know who's working on Engage Kiss. I doubt Ishmael is on it, but some of the other animators could definitely be there. So storyboarders. So you could definitely be right there. Um, next up, uh, Call of the Night, which is by the author of Dagashi Kashi, which I haven't got a chance to see, but I have read numerous doujinshi of. Uh, Might have had the most artistically stunning of all the first episodes. It was actually based yeah. on a rap song. Of the same name by creepy nuts which is the band that performs the uh op and ed for it and it really has kind of like this eclectic flow just like a rap song it's a crazy ride about teen angst and coming out of your shell uh with really hot waifu and some great uh fan service die service and a great ost so i'm really looking forward to seeing more of that have y'all uh, had a chance to check that one out oh yeah i did yeah what did you, you go first Eli? Um, yeah, and no, I texted you. I was like, the, the background, just everything was crazy. Like the, yeah, the animation, like, well, not just the animation, like, um, you know, like fighting and stuff, because there wasn't really any of that. It was just like the backgrounds and all the scenery and stuff was so just detailed and looked really good. I would, I kind of texted you. I was like, I've never seen Latin films kind of snap like that. Like, they really, it just looked so good. Mm-hmm. And the story, obviously, I, it was funny because I saw the, I, I used, I, you sent a picture of it today, the, manga in the in barnes and noble i saw it like a while back and i kind of saw the art in the front and i was like that's kind of interesting i kind of like wrote it down for later but i just never got around to it so it's kind of cool that it's coming out now and definitely off the first episode i'm definitely liking it yeah yeah same thing i i actually also was aware of the manga before and it was on my to read list but just never really quite swung around but uh no that was definitely a day one watch for me when it came out because i was looking forward to it because i already known about it and uh yeah pretty nice artistic um the kind of introduction to the whole supernatural side of it felt a little just kind of like oh we're just doing this and there weren't any really questions not that i wanted them to get hung up on it but that kind of felt like a little bit of a speed bump Mm -hmm. but uh the art design is definitely really nice the or not so much art design uh, as like i guess the framing Mm -hmm. Uh, cinematography the way they kind of use the lighting since the dark like there's a scene with him in front of the uh uh, vending machine that was all pretty cool Mm -hmm. the way the lighting worked and stuff so that's that's kind of feels almost feels a bit like uh uh like a monogatari uh spinoff with the way they kind of use the environment for storytelling and sort of setting up scenes more than the characters yeah i like that a lot yeah definitely um i i just really love the ost of it like it the soundtrack is is really good and eli had touched on linden films it was actually funny because i just saw my anime list forum post where someone was asking uh is linden films becoming like a powerhouse because they've had some really good shows in the past few seasons and they're quickly working their way up like my favorite studio list i I can't remember i think they had something last season i I know they made yeah, they took your Avengers. And uh, so, yeah, they, they've been snapping lately. So we'll see how that one goes. 
I actually did, like you said, I saw the manga at Bars and Noble, didn't cop it, but it's on my plan to read list yeah. for sure. Um, the next one that I'm really liking uh, is Vermil and Gold, which kind of came out of nowhere and shocked me because, like, obviously I was going to peep it just because I like the, uh, the, like, key poster for it. Uh, but I would say it might have been my favorite first episode out of all of the shows this season. There was a lot of fan service and etchy teasing in this one, which is... Like y'all know, that's exactly what I like. Some really good voice acting. I actually found the the voice actor for the main character for, well, not the main character, but for Vermeil. like it didn't really fit her appearance, but like it, it kind of made it even better. It's weird. Uh, it's a really kind of rather interesting Hogwarts type of setup where the MC is at a magic academy and you have to like summon a familiar. So it's kind of like a Rumacoon, but like etchier. Uh, and I like how the main character isn't really like the strongest around, but he has to rely on other people and like use his wits and actual intelligence. Yeah. So first episode was really, really interesting. It has a, uh, ending by Millie, uh, which I wasn't expecting cause she normally does like darker series. So I don't know if it's going to have like a darker twist or not, but definitely mm-hmm. really, really fun. Did you get a chance to check that one out? my gosh did i ever check that one out i don't think i've seen like that great of an etchy series since like dxd personally like it kind of felt like that level Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm a sucker for like the whole rr type girl setup anyway so that was like a perfect like i saw the trailer just on a whim and it was how i even knew it was coming out this season (laughs) and i was like yeah i'm gonna mark that down as a must watch and i was i was not disappointed i the whole uh dynamic between the friend too like mm. him being a typical dense yeah. character and then she's kind of almost even more etchy girl than the main girl <laughs> was mm. kind of funny uh but i did uh you mentioned like the song being a little darker and sh- doing dark uh more themes um i did get that vibe from the uh the op at least kind of felt like there was maybe going to be some more character drama later on mm-hmm. uh maybe something else going on in the background so it could end up being a lot more like dxd despite all that just having like you come for the plot and then end up staying for the plot as things go on so but uh no i, I definitely check that out real quick you know I, yeah you definitely hit it on the head with the dynamic i like the dynamic between you know from mill and the main guy and then yeah, obviously you add in the friend as well i really like that a lot and it definitely seems like there's, you know, more than just, you know, what we saw on the surface at first. But also, it's um, the one who voices Vermeil actually voices um, Rika in Chinibio, um, Katarina Kleist in um, Hamifura, and what's it called? and Rui in. Um, Wait, that's that's Vermeil's uh, voice actor. Yeah. Oh well, that's why I like her now. Yeah. And this this studio is weird. Staple Entertainment is their the only. That's actually kind of funny. The only other thing they've done, I think it's a hentai. Wait, 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 wait. that makes sense. This is the only other thing they've done. Three seconds later, he turned into a beast. Is what it's called. It's a hentai. So the only that's that yes yeah that's the only it all makes sense it all makes sense now (laughs) that's the i just clicked it's the only other thing they've even touched wow that's crazy i've never i've actually never seen like uh, a studio come from making hentai to making anime i'm sure it's happened before but like i've I've never heard of any 
Yeah. That's that's really funny. But that explains why the etchy is so well done then and why it was my favorite episode. Um, oh, yeah. So, like I was saying earlier, there's also some a lot of hidden gems in this season. I think that might be kind of the MO of this season, the season of hidden gems. Uh, a few that I encourage everyone to check out would be Phantom of the Idol, Teppin, Extreme Hearts. I think I'm saying it right. Arsenatoria, uh, Yakuza Guide to Babysitting, and Prima Doll. So, first up, Phantom, Phantom of the Idol is basically the latest iteration of this dead idol comes back to life trope. Uh, really funny first couple of episodes. The second episode was yesterday. It comes out on Saturdays, I believe. Yeah. And I love the gag where the idol can like take over, like the female idol could take over the male idol's body. It's basically about like a male idol trying to make it in showbiz, but he kind of sucks and doesn't know what to do. So like she comes back as a ghost and like takes over his body and helps him perform. Uh, it's got some really cool comedy in it. Um, I don't think it's going to necessarily blow anybody away, but it is a really um, funny show that I'm enjoying. So um, then there's Teppin. Uh, Teppin is one of the freshest anime that I've seen in a while. Since it's actually about a topic that we really don't get a lot, uh, which is comedy. You know, normally you get like idol yeah. shows or sports shows or, you know, just anything besides comedy. We got rap last season and now it looks like we got comedy this season. Um, and I think it definitely could feel that parapi kome sized hole in your heart uh but one of the concerns would be is because of the cultural differences some of the jokes might not hit yeah. uh, so i think it'll be really funny like really big in japan but maybe not as big in the west just because yeah. you can't really translate all the jokes um this episode well this week's episode was actually supposed to come out yesterday i think or friday one to two but uh because of the assassination of the former prime minister in japan it didn't come out because I guess there was a skit that was about uh, assassination, so that wouldn't have really gone over well. <laughs> kind of remind it reminds yeah. me of, um, with Fire Force. Fire Force uh, first season was airing when the Kiyoani fire happened, and so like I think uh, like, they took like two weeks off that or something. Um, but yeah, have have y'all checked out either of those? Things? Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I haven't watched the first one. The um. I don't want actually I was gonna like start last night, but I was like, I gotta get super tired, so I fell asleep. So I'll watch that today's night or tomorrow. But I did watch Teppin and I, I liked it a little bit. I, I yeah, you definitely touched on the um the comedy not hitting. I watched a comedy because I could watch a comedy series, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like in 2020, 2019. I watched it and it I definitely felt that. Like I definitely felt there were sometimes in the jokes just like you know, they're all like they did a laugh and it and it did just go like, yeah. Wonder yeah. funny. So so yeah, I can definitely see that. So it probably won't be as big. It definitely won't be as big in here. Yeah, for sure. Um next up, Arsenatoria. Uh Arsenatoria, I was really excited about this one, like coming into the season, because it has uh Oscar Chinichiro, who does the ReZero light novel art. He did the character designs for uh this show. And uh the first episode was basically just a bunch of cute girls sitting around drinking uh drinking tea and like gossiping. Uh, literally, like that was all it was for like 20 minutes. But then there's like a post credit scene with uh, mm -hmm. uh, it looks like I, I don't know because the character designs like totally shifted. So I don't know if it's supposed yeah. to be a dream sequence or somebody on uh, I think it was my anime list was telling me that um, Oscar only did the art for the girls and then somebody else did the art for everybody else. So it could be reality, but anyway, that scene was 
uh, quite dark. It was like this dude getting chased and murdered. So we might have it taking a little darker turn going forward. And uh, given who did the character designs for the girls, like that would really be fitting. Um, Yakuza Guide to Babysitting. That's basically the Diamond of the season. Diamond was that show uh, last season about like the dude making uh, uh, like his family ran a dessert shop and he basically became the pseudo stepdad for this girl and they like grew closer and whatnot. Really wholesome show that I highly recommend everybody check out from last season. Uh, but in this one, basically a Yakuza member is forced by his boss to babysit the boss's daughter. And uh, just from the first episode alone, it was really wholesome, really cute, some really nice art. Uh, and you could tell it's going to be one of those shows where you have like a guy uh, going on like this character journey and becoming a better person, um, you know, by helping somebody else out. So uh, really cute show there and wholesome. Uh, did y'all get to check that one out? Uh, no, that nope. sounds like a pretty nice plot, though. I was a big fan a uh, couple seasons back when they brought out Way of the House Husband. I thought that show was hysterical. I wish it were full-length episodes, but I get why they were short. So yeah, if it's got like similar energy to that, that'd probably be, yeah. be really good. It it does have uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of similar to that. Don't think of the anime, though, because you know the anime for that one sucked. But uh, like the overall manga story, yeah, definitely yeah. similar to that. Wholesome. Yakuza. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I checked them both out. I really like Arsenatoria a lot. You know, I like cute girls doing cute shit. They can just stand there and, you know, like drink tea like they did. And it was, it was fine. And then, yeah, it definitely, that end definitely threw you for a loop. It made it even more interesting because I would have been fine with it if it was just 12 episodes of them sitting there drinking tea. Yeah. And, and huh. Yakuza's guide was really good too. It was, you know, kind of same thing, really cute little girl. And the, and the, this whole interaction between him and her, you can tell it's going to, you know, be really good later on so I definitely like the both of those mm -hmm. i like how these shows like usually those type of shows it seems like they're strategically released on fridays fridays or mondays because you know like you want to wind down and end your week on a good yeah. note and then you also want to start your week on a good note so like euro camp came out on mondays for at least yeah. season two i can't remember season one and then uh yakuza and arsenatoria come out on fridays so really nice ways to uh wind down yeah. And then uh, lastly, uh, Prima Doll, which actually the second episode just came out today. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but on the surface, it may seem like a, a kind of a cutesy slice of life, but it is a key project. And it's the first project from Maeda June since uh, Kamisama Ninata He, which actually was so poorly received that it caused him to literally go missing for like two years. Um, he's basically literally just been doing some gotcha game stories and this. So uh, hopefully he'll have regained his form. He's really been struggling, like in terms of writing since Angel Beats, in my opinion. Like I, I don't really think he's done anything uh, good since then. And I think it can be kind of hard to top, like when you've written like kind of masterpieces, you know, it's kind of hard to top that. Like he's done Clanet, he's done uh, Angel Beats, a couple other VNs. So, um, We'll see how that one goes, but on this, from the first episode that I saw, it was really interesting. It kind of gave off like Violet Evergarden vibes because um, the girls are basically like uh, former dolls that have been like used in war. Uh, but as like Violet was like a hypothetical, and like she was like an analogy for a doll, but these are like literal dolls that have been made for war. And now they're kind of trying to learn to live as actual 
people and doing normal people stuff. So the first episode was kind of cute, but uh, it, it did like you could feel that there was maybe a darker undertone coming. So uh, we will see how that goes. Um, and then there's there's actually quite a few shows that have not aired yet or won't air until later in the season for whatever reason. So the notable ones there would be Love Live Superstar season two, which I'm really hyped for. Uh, we just had Nijigaku season two air last season. So Love Live fans are eating really good right now. We got a Yohane spinoff announced. So really fun time to be a Love Live fan. Dev was a part-timer season two, which is of course back after nearly 10 years. Uh, so I know people are really excited for that. That's going to be coming out later this month, along with Damachi season four and Saiken May from the author of Joshi-sama. So a lot to look forward to this month uh, as it goes on as well. Anything that hasn't come out that y'all are looking forward to? Uh, definitely um, Devil's a Part-Timer, Don Machi. Mm -hmm. And then just because I feel so invested at this point, I probably will check out Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 2 just to see how the production went. Uh -huh. uh, but other than that, I'm just kind of playing uh, some catch-up right now with some other stuff that I'm watching too. Uh, I am Isekai Trash. I will own that. So one that I've actually been watching this season uh, mm -hmm. has been the Harem in Another World. I don't oh, know the, if you guys have seen Labyrinth? that one. Isekai Harem Labyrinth or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually okay Like for what it is. like Just a trash Isekai with the etchy stuff going in. I, I don't think it's as etchy or like hot as the stuff in Vermil, but it's it's pretty good like secondary show to have. Nah, it's it's actually uh, hot. It's it's etchier, like more etchy than Vermil for sure. Because like uh that that's actually a, great that you brought that up. I totally forgot about that show. But uh Crunchyroll has the censored version, um, which is apparently like a contractual thing. I guess the only network that got the uncensored version is ATX in Japan, so you have to sell the seven seas to be able to watch that but uh it's actually got quite a bit of etchy going on in there i don't know the limits to which it'll go but it's kind of like uh i would compare it to world and harem from a couple seasons ago yeah which that's still and since for hell too yeah this makes me wonder like if once upon a someday maybe if we do get another season of dxd if it'll even be the same or if it's just going to be censored all the hell and you'd have to find other ways Hmm. but uh no it seemed like a like a pretty good turn your brain off and watch hot girls beat up monsters type thing uh the main character also does not seem to be as much of a pansy as other isekai characters in those types of situations so it'll be interesting to see how any of that stuff plays out yeah uh and then i i torture myself i don't know why with those like uh insert cute anime couple into seasonal strange situation and let romantic hilarities ensue mm -hmm. uh last season it was couple of cuckoos before that it was girlfriend girlfriend and this season i'm fixing to check out the uh my stepmom's daughter is my ex oh yeah uh some of those are pretty good i actually liked cuckoos i didn't like girlfriend girlfriend i actually ended up dropping that Ew. but uh I don't know why I keep coming back. I haven't really identified what it is I like about them, but uh, sometimes the character interactions can be pretty cute. So yeah. I'll check. I actually haven't watched that one yet. I have it pulled up to see later, but. Uh, it's pretty good. I watched the first episode. I don't like them. 
Mm. It kind of gives uh, me, um, uh, I don't know, what was that one called? That The one that everybody hated? It gives me kind of the same vibe. Oh, Domestic Girlfriend? No. Nate, are you talking, Nate, wait, are you talking about the Isekai show? No. You're talking about the... um The Slice of Life one, the stepmom's girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. It gives Hig me... A hero. What was that one? Hig a hero? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. It gives me those, those exact vibes, just the art and stuff. I'm pretty sure it's by the same studio. So I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right. It's either it's, it's either nine, so it probably is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I project th- number nine. I think Tomazaki is by that studio too. Or am I bugging? Yeah, Maybe you're right. Bugging. You're correct. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they kind of they like to kind of take on degenerate shows. <laughs> but uh yeah, the first episode, first episode was really good. It definitely uh reminded me a little of Dome Kano. Um and uh Higa Hero as well. Really solid though. I like how the MC is not like an idiot. Like he knows how to like mess bag, with his, yeah. yeah, he knows how to mess with his stepsister slash ex. Mm-hmm. Um but what I what I am curious about is like like it's an interesting concept, but like I, I don't know who came up with the idea of like your ex-girlfriend's parents and or well, like your ex-girlfriend's mom or dad marrying your mom or dad like because i feel like in reality if like as a parent if you knew that like your kid dated this person's child like you would never get with them but it is it is some, like an interesting concept some x video shit it's yeah. it's a only an anime concept yeah. that's why that's what <laughs> and, and then like i mean i guess you could say like oh maybe you didn't know maybe you didn't know that like that kid went to school with your kid, but like you would definitely know because that would be something you would talk about, you know, your kids or whatever. But whatever, it's fun, definitely fun to turn your brain off to. Um, but uh, last one queued up before I let you go, Eli, is um, that I'm look, gonna check out if it comes out to see if it's a drop or not. Is the uh, the maid I hired recently is mysterious, mm-hmm. is about the only other one that's kind of caught my that, eye. This that season. one hadn't come out yet, right. No, yeah, that's that's just like the twenty. Out. It's like the twenty third or the twenty first. Comes out at the end of the month. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Eli? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. Um, definitely interested in RWBY just because it's kind of crazy that mean, Jeff got a hold of it. You mean Ruby? You know, oh yeah, whatever. I totally forgot that that even came out the other day too. Yeah, I've seen a lot about that. That everyone's like praising it like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it'll be kind of big because Jeff got a hold of it, and it's a lot of fighting. So, but you know, they'll snap on this fighting scene. So that'll be one that I think a decent amount of people will be on probably. Yeah. Um. Um. Sora demo Ayumu was pretty good. That I like that episode a lot. When will Ayumu make his move? Oh yeah, facts. That's just kind of another, kind of another cute one, a Silver Link one, kind of cute little couple messing with each other and. So uh, yeah, it's actually by the same studio is doing the made one. So I just saw that. Oh, okay. Is it like kind of like a Takagi Sama type show or whatever? It's by, yeah. the, same, it's by the same author. Yeah. So, yeah, same author. Oh, okay. Same author, yeah. I could but yeah, it's definitely interesting. I like it a lot. It was just really cute and kind of them messing with each other. Mm-hmm. Um last one is kind of weird, but Buchigire, Buchigiri. I don't really know what it's called. Yeah, I've heard about that. What is that? It's it's kind of like a, a samurai. It's it's by this it's by Gino Studio who did I can't remember which one they did, but they did one of the Star Wars Visions ones. They okay. also did Pet and and Golden Kimoy. 
Oh, they did pet. Oh, I got a few. I got a few yes. because pet. Yeah, they. Oh, that's so they funny. did one of the um Star Wars Visions ones, which I can really tell because they do it in like the same kind of style. It's, it's probably the up. first one, the Ronin one, right? No, it's no, it's not that one. It's on. Wait, how do you how do you spell the, how do you spell Bucigiri? I'm I'm about to look that up actually. B u c c h i g i r e. Oh, is it is it Bucigiri Berserker? Um, I don't know. It just says on this. It just says Bucigiri. Okay. But yeah, it's a it's a um samurai one. That the animation is really interesting. Like you'll have you'll have to kind of check it out. It's really interesting. But but it's cool. It's kind of cool. Like I was kind of. Oh yeah, I see it now. It had a really low, it had a really low score, so I kind of went in like that might be like really bad, but it was kind of interesting. It was like the guy was like a his family got killed by like this group of like samurai or something, so he like went in revenge, and so he like basically first episode he kind of like joins a band of them, and now they're kind of going after this group of guys that like hurt his family at one point. So it's definitely interesting. It's got a, an interesting story, and it's I, like I said, the animation is kind of really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at some of the. St- the things that they've done before golden cameo yeah, they, like they, their, is their main thing huh yeah that's definitely an interesting one uh anything else it's about that you you covered everything you covered pretty much all that was a really good one as well i really like that first episode so yeah no you covered about everything all right all right just uh, overlord oh yeah overlord we left that one out yeah that was actually my next point that I was about to bring up, there's a lot of really good stuff coming out this season. So we hope that we were able to help y'all with some things to watch. Um, there are some things obviously that we left out. Well, a lot of big shows we left out made in abyss overlord, like Troy just said, uh, that was mainly just a time thing. We could literally sit here all night and talk about all the anime that are coming out or that are out this season and airing. There's so much stuff. Um, and a lot of hidden gems and kind of, new fresh shows so highly encourage y'all to check those out um the first few weeks of a new season are always really fun and crazy and the best way to find out what you like is really to just watch them all um so i'm excited to see where the season goes we'd love to hear from y'all though so let us know on spotify or wherever you're listening uh what are y'all thinking about summer so far loving it or not so much you can let us know in the link tree links uh, that are in the description on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, we read them all, and we'd love to hear what y'all are watching. Uh, reminder, we have launched a Patreon for the podcast that will be offering exclusive uh, episodes before they come out on the Spotify and other platforms and other exclusive content in the future. So if you do enjoy the podcast and want us to continue making content, please consider subscribing. It would really mean a lot to all of us. Uh, So thanks again for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.